Hello, welcome to my podcast. I am the Lord's brother, Apostle James Okpabe, transfiguring the word by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. In this episode, we are talking about being a Christian. Being a Christian is going to bring total liberation because it's total truth. Acts of the Apostles chapter 11 verse 26. And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. That was Barnabas that went and sought for Paul and brought him to the Antioch church. And then they together they taught the disciples there. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. Many of us live our lives today as though God will judge us with a different standard from those of the Bible times. You know what I'm talking about? Many of us live our lives today as though God will judge us with a different standard from those of the Bible times. Let me chip in something. In the recent time, God has been opening my understanding. First Peter chapter 3. From verse 18 to 20, the Bible talks about that Jesus went to the prison and preached to the souls that were in prison. And the Bible says that only eight souls were saved. I had gone to the internet and then asked questions and asked, what was the population of the world as at that time? If you check it, you will find out that they will tell you between 700 million people and 3.9 billion or 3.4 billion people. In fact, some say about 7 billion people and some say about 14 billion as at that time. They take the lowest of 700 million and take the range between 700 million and 14 billion people that we are on earth and only eight people we are saved only eight souls we are saved the holy ghost was there as at that time as he is with us now The Holy Ghost was there. It was after that time that God withdrew the Holy Ghost. But now Holy Ghost has been restored. But with the Holy Ghost that was with them, God destroyed the world because they did not receive the Holy Ghost. Now we are talking about being a Christian. And I said that many of us live our lives today as though God will judge us with a different standard from those of the Bible times. It will not make meaning more meaning to, to us. The devil would like us to believe we are all Christians just because we go to church. When in the Bible times, not even all believers, we are regarded as believers. James chapter 2 verse 19. In John 2, 
from verse 23 to 24, we read about Jesus. And it says in verse 24 that many believed in his name, but Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men. In the Bible time, being a Christian meant all things are passed away. 2 Corinthians 5 17. You know, you know what happens now? Just go to your story. And see the kind of thing that people post. You wonder, these are people that call themselves Christians. You see nudity everywhere. These are people that call themselves Christians. In the Bible times, being a Christian meant that all things are passed away and all things have become new. Therefore, Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 17 tells us, So I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt. According to the deceitful laws, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. We are talking about being a Christian. In the olden times, it was all things are passed away. When you become a Christian, it means all things are passed away. The Bible says, That they were taught, they stayed for whole year, and we are taught to be Christians. They were taught to be Christians. They were taught. In those days, people who continued with their former lifestyles were not recognized as brothers. People that continued. In their former lifestyles, we are not considered our brothers. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11 to 13. Part of it tells us you must not associate with anyone, anyone who calls himself a brother, very sexually immoral, or greedy, an idolater, or a slanderer, a drunkard, a swindler. With such a man, do not even eat. What business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? This is from New King James Version. Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge those outside. Expect the wicked man from among you. He says, if anyone calls himself a brother and is a drunkard, is a swindler, he says, expect the person from the church. The church is not a confluence of thieves and liars and swindlers. Church is not a place where you just come and you put. That is why the devil has planted so many in the church, and the church will be an airport of descent to hell to many people. Romans 13 13 tells us, let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry. That is orgies, not in rioting, not in parties and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, 
When you talk about revelation, you are talking about lascivious feastings with obscene, unclean, and desolate songs, like as I was talking, obscene images as you see in the social media. Not in banquets and such like things. These things do not seem to bother many people, bother many churches of nowadays, bother many ministers, bother many worshippers of today. Therefore, anything goes, just anything. What is most baffling is that some people who practice this are often the most active in the churches. Beloved, save yourself from this most crooked, corrupted, level church age. The Bible spares no one. The Bible does not spare anyone. That was why Peter said, save yourself from the untoward generation. Psalm chapter 5, from verse 5 to 6, it says, The arrogant cannot stand in your presence. You hate all who do wrong. You destroy those who tell lies, bloodthirsty and deceitful men. The Lord abhors. Matthew 7, 22-23 Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that walk iniquity. The Bible spares no one. Ephesians chapter 5, 3-7 but among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk or coarse joking which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For this you can be sure, no immoral, no impure, no greedy person, such a man is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God and of Christ. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. You cannot see this, that it is therefore evident that Christian is not one who belongs to a religious sect that professes Christ, or one born by Christ's professing parents who lives as he lies. That is the most deceitful thing. The Christian is the repented believer the disciple who allows Christ to live through him. Galatians chapter 2, 20-21. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I that live, but Christ that liveth in me. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And I do not frustrate the grace of God. Christianity is the conscious pursuit and practice to be perfect as Christ is. Romans chapter 8 verse 29. 
by the believer through the grace of the indwelling Christ. Matthew chapter 5 verse 48, Philippians chapter 3, 15, 16. The Christian is an assured citizen of heaven, wasting on earth. Mark chapter 10, 29 to 30. Look at one of those teachings of Christ, which many before us could not give us the right practical understanding. Except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 5.20 Do not forget that the Lord was teaching his disciples. He told them their righteousness must exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees to enter the kingdom. He was not talking about imputed righteousness, the practical righteousness that the Pharisees could not point any accusing finger. He meant that the disciples should be practically well ahead of the Pharisees. He showed them how. For several times from verses 21 to verse 43, the Lord said, you have heard that it was said by them of old, verse 21, 27, 31, 33, 37, 38, 43. These compound comparative verses explain how to live the righteous life that exceeds those of the Pharisees and scribes. Whether the law would wait for you to commit the crime and then descend upon you. The law says, no, do not wait until the law captures you. Live ahead and above the law. Avoid those things that would warrant the invoking of the, of the justice of the law. Go to the root of the matter and deal with them very harshly, even if it involves cutting off your right hand or plucking out your right eyes for one to kill, he must be angry. But to be angry, one must be provoked, either by abusive or provocative words. So avoid provoking others and do not be angry even if provocative words are used against you. Avoid looking at a woman lustfully and there will be no adultery and divorce. There were a series of hard truths, the real steps towards perfection. If you live as the Lord details in this portion of the scripture, won't you be a holy man? Won't you live above the Pharisees? Which Pharisee will accuse you and come near your house? Christianity is living above the law by grace by grace of the indwelling Christ. That is what it takes to enter the kingdom. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 25. Christianity is a lifelong, systematic, consistent, and disciplined life project that begins and continues with repentance from sins. Then believe on the Lord Jesus Christ an intimate relationship with him as a disciple. That's what Matthew chapter 5, 1, 2 meant. 
Hebrews chapter 12, 5 to 17. There is no carefree life in being a disciple of Jesus Christ or being a Christian as many practice today. There is also no legalistic imposition either. Luke chapter 7, verse 36 to 50. John chapter 8, verse 11. 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17. They all give us examples. In Luke chapter 7, verse 36 to 50, we'll find the woman that was called a sinner that came and bowed her feet at the feet of Jesus. And Jesus said to her, Go, your sins are forgiven. In John chapter 8, verse 11, we'll find that Jesus spoke unto the woman that was caught in adultery and said, Go. For I do not condemn you. There is no carefree life, but there is also no legalistic imposition. The Lord Himself is the Spirit. Where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. Christianity is a conscious choice. Christianity is a conscious choice. Romans chapter 6, verse 13 to 16. Romans chapter 8, from verse 9 to 11. John chapter 10 verse 17 to 18 Jesus said Yearing my father loves me Because I lay down my life and I take it Christians is a conscious choice John chapter 1 verse 2 As many have received him He gave power to become The sons of God even though that believe in his name Is a conscious choice Know the truth And save yourself From the viruses of this age we should know the truth and save ourselves from the viruses of this age. Remember the parable of the wheat and the tares. Matthew chapter 13 verse 24 to 30. It was the only parable that disturbed the disciples. Verse 36 to verse 43. The disciples came back and asked Jesus after Jesus has spoken the parable of the wheat and the tares, he spoke some other parables. But when they were alone, the disciples came to Jesus and said, Explain to all the parable of the wheat and the tares, not of the monsters, not of the leaven, not even of the uh, not even of the sower, but of the wheat and the tares. He disturbed the disciples, and Jesus explained it about the seed of the devil how the devil is sowing seed among the seed of god how he's sowing tests among wheat there are so much to explain about this remember that parable it disturbed the disciples of jesus the church of today has many wheat and tests going together both on the pulpit and the pew, all called Christians. It is one of the mysteries of the kingdom. The Lord explained that the tares are the sons of the wicked one. That's Matthew chapter 13 verse 38. Meaning that not every person in the church is a Christian. Many are sons of the wicked one planted by the devil in the church and growing together the lord said leave them because if you uproot the pastor planted by the devil you will discourage many 
Even God of Bruce, a brother. Who is not a brother? Some other genuine ones may be uprooted. That is a mystery, and devil knows that. The church of today has many wheat and tares growing together, both on the pulpit and the pew, all called Christians. Many are sons of the wicked one. Many are the children of the wicked one. The Bible severally warns us not to be deceived. 1 Corinthians 6, 9. 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Galatians 6, verse 7. The Bible says, By their fruits ye shall know them. Matthew chapter 7, 16 and 20. Beloved, examine yourself and see if you be in the faith. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. The Lord said that only the truth will make us free. Being a Christian, this is total truth for total liberation. God bless you. I remain your brother, the lost brother, Apostle James Okpabe, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Share the, the podcast. Share the word. Let's hear the truth. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 68, verse 11, The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of they that published it. Publish this truth. Sharing means publishing, and publishing means preaching. Together, let's reach the world and save all the seven point nine billion people nearly eight billion people now in the world let's get them saved in the mighty name of jesus christ remember us and remember again i am your brother the lost brother apostle james of Pavi, transcribing the word by the word of god and bringing joy to the faces of many see you next time